We know storytelling is powerful. Knowing why it's so powerful makes you a better storyteller. We lose our sense of time and place when we're immersed in a good story. But there's so much more going on within us than we realize. Stories affect our brain in a way that, until recently, was a complete mystery. Welcome back to Episode 3 of The Narrative Mind. I'm your host and the creator of The Narrative Mind, Andrew Robinson. I'm not sure any stage of life is as awful as middle school. It's government-sanctioned Lord of the Flies, everyone for themselves. The only recourse middle school boys have seems to be fogging themselves in body spray, or in my day, any cologne you could get your hands on, which is why the air in the halls of my school hung thick with competing clouds of Dracar Noir, Polo, and other colognes. But for me, Miss Clark's 8th grade English class was my lone refuge. Stepping into her classroom was like crawling into a storm shelter. Her corduroy skirt reached just below her knees, leaving a portion of her unshaved legs exposed before they disappeared again into her brown leather clogs. And I remember she had a tinge of body odor. And I remember sensing her deep passion for teaching us, and her passion for good stories. My favorite memories of Miss Clark were of her dimming the lights and reading aloud to our class. She'd walk around the room, and we'd put our heads down on our desk, and enjoy an hour of respite from the teenage tempest that raged outside. Miss Clark transported us to another place. When she read To Kill a Mockingbird, Scout, Atticus, Boo, Jem, and the other characters came to life. For that hour, I inhabited the neighborhood streets of Maycomb, Alabama. That's what stories do. Like no other form of communication, they have the power to transport us. We all know they're powerful, but do you know how stories actually affect us? You know that feeling you have after watching a sad movie? Or have you noticed that watching a movie about injustice leaves you feeling angry and outraged? This is no mistake. One group of researchers recently explored how stories affect us. In order to see how our brains respond to stories, they took a test group through three different experiences, using an fMRI to monitor their brain activity. First, they showed the group a brief video of a person taking a drink of liquid and then making a disgusted face. That was it. Then they read a brief story in which they asked the people in the group to imagine that they were walking down the street when they came upon a drunk person retching on the sidewalk. And as they went to walk past the drunk person, they accidentally bumped into him and a portion of the person's vomit ended up in their mouth during the collision. I'm so sorry for putting that imagery into your mind. I'm just staying true to the study. The third and final experience is much more tame in comparison. All they did was ask each participant in the test group to take a drink of lemon juice. The researchers analyzed their findings from the fMRI, and what do you think they found? As you may have guessed, the researchers found that their brains responded in the exact same way to each of the experiences. Watching a video, hearing a story, and actually drinking the sour liquid triggered the exact same response of the brain. The anterior insula, or the seat of disgust, lit up. Here's the takeaway for you and I. Our brain doesn't differentiate between story and reality. 
They're the same thing. Whether we see or hear a story, we think we're actually in the story. Story is reality. You knew stories were powerful, but did you know they were this powerful? You now know something that most people don't know about stories and storytelling. Your assignment is to log the stories you see or hear about in a single day. Most importantly, notice how you react to these stories. Pay special attention to your body. If you hear an exhilarating story, you'll probably breathe harder. Or if you watch a show, how does your body respond and what emotions do you feel and how do those match the scenes in the show? Noticing how we respond to stories gives us a glimpse into the effect storytelling has on us, and it gives us a glimpse into how stories affect the people that we're trying to engage. You now know why storytelling is so powerful. When we hear stories, we actually think we're in the story. This new understanding makes you a better storyteller than you were before you listened to this podcast episode. We may think we're just telling a story, but now we know there's so much more going on than that. The best stories connect with our emotions. But how can you and I craft these kinds of stories? In episode four, we're going to turn a corner and start putting what we've covered up until this point into practice. I'll introduce you to a framework you can use to improve your storytelling abilities, and I'll cover some of the most common mistakes with storytelling and how you can avoid them. You'll go away with a practical tool you can use immediately. For more resources on this and other related topics, sign up for my mailing list at afrobinson.com. And if you're finding this podcast helpful, swing over to iTunes and drop in a glowing review. I really appreciate it. This will help other people like you find this podcast. Take care, everyone, and thanks for listening.